1: i am always amazed the week after week i'm able to pull off an hour's worth of the best in punk junk and glunk and other music for uplifting before as uh, soon as one episode finishes i'm pretty much immediately ear deep listening to stuff for the next normally i'm like well the heck am i gonna play on today's show I've got to have a great first song. You know, I don't wish people in their droves to be put off before things even get going. And charming. Barton says that I'm doing a good enough job on my own. You know, harsh but fair. There is a lot of interconnectedness on this week's show. Stein with this from the UK Subs and New York State Police. Obviously, all five of you, my loyal listeners, that'll be Ian, Glenn, Steve, David and Tom, are thinking, what's the connectedness? You know, so I haven't played anything else yet. Well, I shall tell you. Apart from the chorus being my constant earworm this week, I bumped into Charlie Harper Sunday lunchtime at the Albert for the Super Suckers and Hip Priest's matinee gig. And I have to say, he's looking really well. But more about that gig later. As before all that, last Friday... I was up at the Finsbury to see the Speedways, Richard Davis and the Dissidents and the Continental Lovers. More interconnectedness. As the drummer in the Continental Lovers, that'll be Rick Pratt. And the bassist for Richard Davis. that'll be Tim Emery, are both in Slider Smith and the Oblivion Kids. But not only that, they are also in, as I'm sure you know, The Last Great Dreamers. Now... Uh, whilst I was at the bar, I was approached by a gentleman sporting a Stars T-shirt. "Are you Armitage?" he inquired. I knew I shouldn't have put a picture of me on the Paranoid Squirrel website, but his dress sense told me he was a man of impeccable taste. After admitting who I was, he introduced himself as Jerry Ranson, PR guru for Mark Valentine, vocalist for the aforementioned Lost Great Dreamers, who earlier in the day had sent me Mark's debut solo single, Last Train Tonight, that hit the virtual record shops this very day. Drinks were bought, obviously not by me, with the promise of spinning said single tonight. Interconnectedness. Richard Davis, who I'll be talking about after I play the Continental Lovers, is the guest on the just heard last train tonight. I've only managed to catch the Continental Lovers live once before at the small but perfectly formed St. Moritz in November. So I was looking forward to seeing them in a larger, well-attended venue. And they did not disappoint. Although the audience seemed a bit lacklustre at the beginning of their set, even though the band were anything but... Before lead vocalist and guitarist Joe Maddox got the Continental Lovers together, he fronted the Dorellas, releasing the very excellent single, High Rise Super with them in 2018. Before Joe and the Dorellas parted company, they recorded Can't Get Her Out of My Head, that will remain unreleased, although I did air it on episode 756. Anyway, the Continental Lovers have recorded their own version, I did make a bit of a faux pas whilst talking to Joe about it by saying that I preferred the original. But that's not what I meant. Look, I'll tell you the back back story. Uh, Alan and the squirrel treated me to a pizza for driving them up to the gig and returning them home. Uh, My normal choice is uh, pepperoni, which they duly ordered, but it came with additional chilies and peppers, prompting me to purchase a rather large glass of lemonade. As though my mouth wasn't on fire, yeah, I was starting to sweat. It was on my way back from the bar, quenching my thirst, that I misspoke. Joe did seem to be taken aback before I managed to backpedal and get my point across. I enjoyed the Dorella's version. It clearly and obviously sounds like them. But the reworking, although only seven seconds shorter, sounds faster, more urgent and much more of a trashier affair. But don't take my word for it. Fiona, I have a confession to make. I no longer hold pizzas as my ultimate food. No! (laughs) Thank you, Barton. Uh, Maybe after 35 years of overindulgement, uh, I've finally fallen out of love with it. Uh, The one on Friday, I could only eat half with uh, somewhat diminished enjoyment factor. Yeah, I know, shocking. Right, anyway, enough of my feeding habits. Uh, I'm fairly new to Richard Davis's body of work. I am, courtesy of Jerry Ransom, him again, over at Mule Freedom PR, Richard Davis and the Dissidents, one and only album, Human Traffic. Although I do believe some new material was aired. To bracket Richard, I'd uh, I'd place him in with the likes of uh, your Dave Cusworth's. And of course, uh, Richard played in Tiny Munro with uh, Under the Skin, on Human Traffic, a reworking from those days. The Fringsby stage is of a reasonable size. However, Richard and the Distance filled the whole of it. Most of it seemed to be taken up with Richard's impressive collection of guitars and Nick Beer's guitar effects pedal board that looked like it had been lifted from a flight deck of some stealth fighter, leaving it for the audience to do the moving and the shaking. From Human Traffic, This is, open brackets, long road, close brackets, to your heart. One of the primary reasons in seeing the Speedways, instead of pitching up at the Hope and Anchor for Rockaway Beach or catching Simon Love at the Lexington, apart from it from being free, uh, was that I wouldn't be able to see them at this year's Pump It Up Power Pop Weekender as I'll be up at the London Stadium seeing the Foo Fighters. Yeah, after waking up Saturday morning to the news that drummer Taylor Hawkins had died, that has all changed. I know the Rolling Stones. Replaced irreplaceable Charlie Watts uh, two weeks after Randy Rhodes was killed Bernie Torme was in six weeks after Cliff Burton died Jason Newstead played his first gig with Metallica I know there's the old saying the show must go on obviously coined by a promoter or manager but on Tuesday it was announced that all up and coming tour dates have been cancelled so that the remaining members will take time away to be with family to process the loss of Taylor before resuming Foo fighting duties, quite right too. So, the speedweights who keep the interconnectedness going as vocalist, guitarist Matthew Julian and continental lover Joe Maddox play together in the breakdowns are a great slice of British-based power pop. The day after the gig, Matthew thanked those of us who ventured down, or up, admitting that he uh, didn't know how to play the new songs and had forgotten how to play the old ones. Hopefully, he was saying that tongue-in-cheek as I along with everybody else, either didn't hear or see it like that, fun was most definitely had by one and all, with even an overexcited Mario careering into Chris's drum kit. I'm looking forward to the new album, seeing them at Pump It Up Power Pop Weekender on the 2nd of July. But in the meantime, this is number seven from Radio Sounds. I popped down to the Albert in Brighton for the matinee performance of the Super Suckers with the Hit Priests and the Electric Shakes. These Sunday matinee shows are perfect for me as uh, I'm up at silly o'clock Monday morning for the day job. I mean, it's all slides and seesaws as I'm done and dusted by midday. Anyway, with a finish time of five o'clock, I had plenty of time. Get home, have a Chinese and watch the end of the Grand Prix. Just before I ventured out... The Electric Shakes posted on social media that due to an unforeseen medical emergency, they were having to pull out of their opening slot. From what I understand, uh, bassist Eric suffered a bleed on the brain. So, from all of us at The Paranoid Screw listeners, Martin, Fenny and myself, we wish him a speedy recovery. The upside, if there can be one, was that the Priest would be playing an extended set. Now, the dipships... Uh, have a very extensive back catalogue. If you don't believe me, check out Discogs. However, with the band in the final touching-up stages to the follow-up to 2019, Stand for Nothing LP, we were treated to a few new songs. And I can honestly tell you, they fucking rocked. For the first time, they reminded me of the MC5 Live. Obviously not Nathan Von Cruz. He just hasn't got Rob Tyner's hair. And his moves are all his own. But Austin and Ben are Fred Smith. And wayne kramer with sergeant major lee love holding it all together with drummer dp bomber i know the super suckers are the self-proclaimed best rock and roll band in the world but the hit priests are loitering just behind the throne and zero fucks given. I did try and prize out the title of the new Hit Priest record from guitarist Austin Rocket, but he was super tight lipped. It isn't, but the amount of time Nathan from the stage said the name of the band is the Hit Priest made me think, What a great album title that would make. Maybe the next compilation. Sunday seemed to be the last day of unseasonably sunny and warm weather for us down here in dear old Blighty. To it I sat outside the Albert while I waited for an old-school chum, who now lives down in Brighton, to arrive for a swift half and a catch-up. Whilst we were supping our ales, the Super Suckers were sound-checking, and with the dulcet tones wafting down. When the band sounds check, it's it's not unusual uh, for them to play songs that they're working on, or a cheeky cover. Uh, I may have made this comparison before, but You Ain't the Boss of Me, from the Super Suckers' latest album, Play That Rock and Roll, to me... Sounds remarkably like Susie Quattro's Chin Chat Penned Can the Can. This is what they were sound checking, and the similarity wasn't lost on my friend. Therefore, even though I think I've done this before, it's time for. And contrast. Up first is Susie Quattro's Can the Can that will swiftly be followed by Super Suckers and You Ain't the Boss of Me. For two more songs uh, driving up to the gig last Friday I played the new hardcore superstar album Abacadabra, which was swiftly followed by Crash Diet's Automaton uh, mainly benefit from the school because she uh, hadn't purchased them yet both were thoroughly enjoyed however whilst Crash Diet's Darker Minds track was playing we both went ooh moonshine that appears on hardcore superstars split your lip album see what you think Reminder, yeah, close, but you know, no cigar, right? More new music, and I better say this correct Rob Moss and Skin Tight Skin Uh, have just released two tracks on their Bandcamp site Red Beans and Gasoline and Bloody Shoes. Uh, Don't forget, today is Bandcamp Friday, where 100% of the money raised on said platform goes directly to the artists involved. I know Steve Vincent. Played one of the tracks on his Mystery City this past Tuesday. So I'm going to play the other in the shape and form of Bloody Shoes. But you do that already, having listened to Steve's show, which is up on Mixed Club. <laughs> Doesn't Barton, Barton says it sounds like uh, I'm not your stepping stone. Uh joining Rob on that track was Scroat, aka Angelo Bundini on a lead guitar. Yes, I know I pronounced his name wrong, Barton. Dwight Reed plays bass, Danny Frankel is on drums, hand percussion, railroad spike and sledgehammer, with Rob on vocals and rhythm guitar. Right, on to this week's Covers Corner. God. Just for you, Barn. as I know you uh, you missed it last week. Uh, <laughs> first are Pink Mountaintops. Who are Pink Mountaintops? I hear you cry. Well, I shall tell you. Pink Mountaintops are the exploratory and enigmatic project of Black Mountain frontman Stephen McBean. The first track on the band's up-and-coming new album, Peacock Pools, is a cover of Black Frag's Nervous Breakdown. Joining Stephen are violinist, forward-stroke vocalist, Liana Mayers-Lietta. Yes, I know I pronounced that wrong as well. Uh, drummer, pianist Joshua Wells, drummer Ryan Jewell with Stephen McDonald from Red Cross on bass. Coincidentally, Mr McDonald plays in Off with Black Flag co-founder Keith Morris, where to annoy him, he play a disco version of that bass line. Having said that, Keith is quoted as saying, Great job taking a song that's been beaten to death by numerous punker dunkers and turning it into your own song. Bravo! <laughs> At this point, I was intending to play one of the bonus covers from the new Helicopters 2 CD set version of Eyes of Oblivion. Except it didn't arrive in the post today. I got an email yesterday saying that at 10.41am it was on its way to the distribution hub. Considering at 857 the same day it was being picked up from a warehouse in Germany, the chances of it arriving today were slim to none. Instead... I'm going to play you the City Kids version of Motorhead's Bomber. Just for interconnectedness sake, I should have played the City Kids version of the Super Suckers. Someday I will kill you. Too late now. Uh, In the unlikely event of the new Helicopters 2 CD set arriving tomorrow, I'll swap what you've just heard for a Copters cover that I'll play on the Sunday morning repeat. You should see Barton's face. Yes, you will have to do some editing. Uh, This evening, as you're listening into this live, that's not you, my famous five, the helicopters are... What? Don't forget to include Keith Sparrow. But that's six. I could do secret seven. The what? The sinister six? I do worry about you, Barton. Anyway, the helicopters tonight hosted a record release party for... Eyes of Oblivion, where the whole album would be played live in its entirety. Just not by the helicopters themselves, but by a band called Freedom. Back in 1982, friend of the show and Squirrel Associate, Arkwright, formed a band called Freedom, with the E's starred out as he said that Freedom was a dirty word. Unfortunately, he has no recollection of the band or the band name. Freedom, the the, the Swedish one, will be releasing their debut self-titled album on the 8th of June. Uh, You are able to pre-order it from the band's Bandcamp site where you'll immediately be able to download said album in ones and zeros. Until next week, this is Freedom and Leather Jacket. Take it easy.
0: Thanks for tuning in to The Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where you don't have to wear a mask or observe social distancing.
1: This episode of The Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacy, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and we say what's lodge production?